guys good morning um i feel like people always say we should stop saying hi guys <laughs> but i really don't know a better uh, i don't know a better phrase to start with so it's going to be hi guys until i um come up with a better word i hope that you know that um phrase doesn't offend you but yeah it's just a conversation starter no not a conversation starter but see let's just leave it as it is so today we're going to be it's actually going to be a long listen and i was supposed to do it on i was supposed to do this on my social media my instagram page and do it in you know carousels and all that but then i just i really feel like this will be a better wholesome experience like it would be it would just um, capture my thoughts better than you know than carousels because that way that place is limited but what i would do is i would try to run through it a bit but not run through it too much so i want us to have um i want this to be um like i said i want you to have a wholesome experience right i want you to have as uh, much of my thoughts on this as as possible but i still just you know don't want it to be too lengthy i hope you understand so today we're going to be talking about dying to money daily <laughs> funny topic here yeah. but um it just feels like as believers or as people yeah so when you you know when we accept you know the life of jesus i don't know if we know that you know he sort of becomes lord right it feels like you know it's not a conscious thing but then you know you give your life to jesus right and then he becomes your lord basically <laughs> yeah so that's how it is so you accept the life of jesus and he becomes your lord you know at salvation and you know um it just feels like in a lot of ways we are not conscious of the fact that you know um money is not lord god is lord and i'm coming at this from an angle that i have experienced in life so i was born in an average wealth family by that i mean that you know i had enough to eat i had um enough to wear <laughs> yeah um let's just say that that can be subjective right that can i'm so sorry for for the background noise i tried to shut my window so i hope that you know you can i hope that it's not too noisy but yes i'm just saying that you know, let's just see i had enough basically i had enough um i didn't lack i didn't go hungry because there was no money to eat but the thing is my parents were very wealthy before i was born like um so when by the time they gave birth to my sister myself was older than me 10 years when they gave birth to her and i think even at the early stages of my childhood which you know i can't really recollect um i think that you know we were relatively very rich like very wealthy we were wealthy enough to um have drivers have a car have like a complex field with tailors and you know that time my dad had you know a tailoring a very very big tailoring business in aguda in lagos state and you know then um he was still a developer and all that so he still developed houses for people so basically the way my mom says it like we're swimming in money the way my mom says it is like you can put money inside a bag and sleep on it like that's how like that's how big it was but the problem is at the time that you know i um did, uh, at the parts of my childhood that i recollect plainly i remember us struggling because that's the truth the truth is you know when you don't have so much financial literacy um and then you know even if because god is good and you know he does um reward those that you know work hardly um the truth is when that wealth comes you cannot manage it well because you are used to so i i i feel like there's this way that we don't want to admit it but it just feels like when you're wealthy you sort of now work to 
it feels like okay if you let me just say it like this so when you are thirsty for wealth imagine that you set a a target for yourself that by age this thing you aim to have fifty thousand dollars right okay let okay in three months because you know fifty thousand dollars is relatively small so you know um in three months you aim to have um in if you in three months sorry i'm stuttering but um in three months you aim to have um fifty thousand dollars um, <laughs> just imagine that in three months you have fifty thousand dollars i'm very sure that that goal will not satisfy you or the fifty thousand dollars will not satisfy you if you're a thirsty person and i'm saying this respectfully because i found myself in that place multiple times so i'm saying that because i found out that my dad um when he had that money he was more like a he wasn't a philanthropist but he, he just thought he just let me philanthropist over and down so um he just didn't manage it well basically he just didn't manage it well and I for one I do not feel necessary I do not feel offended that I didn't meet the wealth because I just believe in this self wealth creation scheme basically that um i do not have to inherit a person's money i do not have to feel entitled to my father's money because he's my father um he made his mistakes and that's fine if i had made the money that's fine but i didn't need the money and i'm not i'm not going to think too much about it so yeah that's sort of the mentality that i have you know about it generally but yeah that's what i'm saying that but 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 the thing is because at the time that i was growing up you know um it was already at a decline um he couldn't keep up with so he was still trying to just um mentally be at that oh i'm wealthy state but no bro you had made wrong investment decisions in quotes you had made made wrong investment decisions i won't call them investment but then i would just say you had spent more than your means you spent more than you had because of a breakthrough that you had right which you know you should have when kairos comes to you you sort of look for a way to maintain it you don't just you know squander all that happens in kairos basically kairos is like a a very lock field season basically when you you know find out that you know you you by coincidence just you know um find a a uh, what would i call it a a land that has gold you do not just um take all the gold out at once and you know um you know um develop it and then you know spend all the money and then you start looking for another land that has gold um first makes us do that but that is not what um financial literacy does um tell us to do i am an accountant i would know right but i i think that you know with me while growing up or you know even, even till some months ago honestly i think that i had the knowledge in my head and i didn't have it in my heart right and i'm saying this because i just said poverty i just said poverty um a very huge way when i was in the university um at that point my family was struggling more than you know we were struggling before we were quite okay before but you know at this point we started struggling and started struggling because um my dad um at that point he um uh how would i explain it now so you know like i said he was still trying to live on that level that he lived when he was wealthy so um so he collected a loan from a bank with you know the house that you know he had built last every of his other houses he had sold them off um you know the houses that he had developed you know his tenure was over because i feel like you know in the olden days they used to have this um um development um um package that you know they'll you have a land they build the house for you and then you know so they collect the rent for like the first 10 years and then you know then the owner has the house after 10 years i do not think that's a profitable venture but why am i <laughs> so um basically um that happened right and so you know he had this one house left and guess what my father did he went to use the house to collect a loan from the bank it makes no sense 
I'm saying that respectfully, but it makes no sense that, you know, it, it doesn't even, because what are you using the money for? He didn't use the money for anything. He was just used, he just wanted to um, keep up with that, um, that um, status, which was even false in the first place. Because if you couldn't maintain that, I'm not saying loans are bad, but if you couldn't maintain the wealth that you had, what assurance do you have that this loan that you was, that you were taking, that you can repay it a loan of like 64 million that's not a big mo- that's not a small amount of money you want a small amount of money then there's a small amount of money now and let's just be learned enough to know that interest will occur because the bank is not just loaning the money to you because they like you they want to make profit right and so another thing that he did which was a very very bad move is you know so then I think he had an account officer that told him that oh that you know banks were not giving out loans easily that time so what you would have to do is you would have to settle him and then so he, i think the man took about half of the money so that's what first does first blinds your eye to sort of how it's a bad or how you know it's a ponzi scheme because tell me how this is not a ponzi scheme tell me how you're planning to repay a hundred and something million that you only had half of and let me tell you i'm his daughter he didn't buy any luxurious car he didn't necessarily buy another house he didn't um like he literally didn't do anything with the money so what my mom was telling me is that he took a loan from someone and then used this loan to repay it could make sense because supposedly the money that he like the the other loan that you know he took from someone was a very small amount it was not like one million and then so you have a house that you're collecting that you're currently collecting rent from right I would think that you know you have a twin brother you can go to him and ask for help or tell the person that okay so I'm so sorry I do not have this money but then I have a repayment plan that's it the noise to kiss somebody about it or simply collect the one million from the bank or what do you guys think also my father didn't collect that amount and i'm not here i'm not doing this podcast to just you know speak bad about my father but i'm just telling you that this thing that i'm about to talk about i'm not talking about it as someone that has not lived the life right i'm talking about it as someone that you know has seen things basically so after my dad has experienced like after you know he had experienced this another funny thing started happening you know in the house that you know he had already used to collect loan he would not collect money from like one or two people and then leave the house right and i'm not like i said i'm not doing this to just you know diminish my dad's image or whatever i'm saying this i'm going somewhere and so he had squandered the loan and this double payment that he was even collecting in quotes he wasn't using it to pay off the loan he wasn't using it to pay off the loan guess what he was doing he was looking for another ponzi scheme he was hoping that you know he would you know put all his money somewhere and then you know all of a sudden luck would just shine on him and then he would just have all the money back that's not it see it won't happen it won't happen it won't happen let me just tell you that's the truth it won't happen it, i feel like maybe that's the reason why i never was just um i'm just not probably open to lotto that's the reason i'm probably not open to you know the thought of lotto or maybe mmm i just never just thought about it because i had learned like i had learned i don't i don't see i had learned that you know all these ponzi skins literally won't happen right so um I, like i said i just had a little poverty while i was at the university because when i was even growing up things were a bit better oh should i say things were a bit better yeah let's just say they were a bit better but when i entered the university i needed help because i knew how bad it was at home i just couldn't ask so there was a day like that that i 
I was in my room. God, if Joy listens to this podcast, this will be the first time that she that she's hearing about this. She was my. I had people that you know. I had maybe not the best relationship with because at that point I had like a standoffish relationship with people. I just didn't like people you know being too close to me. Um, but at least I was. But whenever they needed my help, you know, I would provide help. So that's the person I am. I feel like I'm <laughs> more open to you know giving help than I am to accepting it. But um, I had people in my house, but. I in my room I was suffering I didn't have water to drink I didn't have food for like two days I wanted to die <laughs> and it was during the exam period right I was it was horrible it was really really horrible I could have asked for help but then I didn't ask I really didn't ask and you know uh, just I just thank God that you know I just didn't die so it just feels like um everyone of most people I know that you know sort of had the sort of upbringing I had that you know you sort of had a below average or you know let's say average to just be nice <laughs> average you know you just had to have this um average wealth or bringing and then you know you have the opportunity to see people have um money mm-hmm. there's just this way that you just look at yourself and say ah this money i will have it i will have it eh me I will have this money. I will have this money. So it's just like you know, we just had this sort of hustle mentality. I said hustling. I'm calling it hustle. I do not think that you know hustle is a good thing. I'm just I'm just giving you the backstory. I started hustling. I started my first. I started my food business in secondary school. I would save up my food money. I would starve myself for days and save up my food money. And even to be true, to be to be to, to not lie, let's call it speedy speed. I would stay in my mom's shop and then you know um not record some things, which is a very bad thing, which is a very bad thing. Which you know I'm glad that you know um all that phase has died off. Um then I would just get money, right? And then you know, go to my aunt's shop in the market and buy stuff for cake, right? And then you know, come home and then try to bake overnight. Right? So what I would do is I'll leave the stuff in my mom's shop right i leave the stuff in my mom's shop and then she would sell it right and then you know the when i come back i would sometimes you know i'll still have some for the next day right but if i don't have some for the next day or more that is it too because i'm going to take the money and then buy so it was more like it's like when i get the money for um the last day's um sales i go to market um repay my aunt of the loan um, and then use the extras to buy extra stuff and you know buy stuff on credit again if need be so sort of it was a cycle and people around me could they were super proud because they could see that I, but i feel like most people didn't understand because people around me didn't understand that you know my dad had taken a loan but i could understand i could see things happening in the house i could see how my father was managing money and at that point i didn't necessarily think it was a bad thing because someone would pay my dad rent and you know we would have money for like a week and after that one week we will have money again like at that that after that one week we are back to oh kg you come back from school drink gary and then you know but that one week that my father collected money oh my god i can come back and then my father will say i should take one two or one five and go and buy food any food i want to or do i want mr biggs and i'm like bro like is it christmas <laughs> and i'm like bro is it christmas and then you know then i go do it actually then i actually go buy that stuff because i was young right and then the truth is even now if someone you know is their money i'm going to take it right but now i know that you know i might not necessarily spend it on what they want to spend it on right but yeah so like i'm just saying that you know um i just want more for my life and i just really thought that you know um 
had an unrelenting work would be equal to success like that's just like money management was not a thing in my head like it just didn't come to my head like that you know okay oh, you need to it's not just about how you earn the money it's about you know how you keep the money it's not just about having money you need to keep it right so i've done so much work i've done so much random work that you know when people see my cv at the point that you know i used to put all the work experience on one cv people would be like you're only 25 you know at that point i was like 24 23 right so and then they're like oh, you're only 23 <laughs> and i'm like yeah i am <laughs> because when i was even in the university i worked in multiple places in fact i was swindled by one guy he told me you know he was serving he was a makeup at that time um he was telling me that you know he was tony elumelu's a, a um son-in-law and he was a whole chaotic experience that he was tony elumelu's son-in-law and that you know so he was he had come to set up something um more like a very big eatery in the local place that i schooled and as such he needed a personal assistant he was looking for um influencers in school he looked for multiple people in school to sort of you know come on come and volunteer i've got him david's village i've got the name of these this thing so and then you know, it seemed like a very lucrative idea and then truth is if he had gone to a bank they would have actually sponsored it he didn't need to lie he didn't need to do anything in fact he said that you know he was looking for a land he wants to buy a very big land and set it up and it would be a very big structure if you had asked me it would have sold it would have happened in that place because there was no market for it now that I have enough financial experience, I know that, you know, it was a sham. It would have failed, definitely, because there's no market for it. This is a very low-income area, right? You, you have students and you have, um, you know, people that, you know, cannot even afford to eat. People that, you know, they are getting their livelihood off students, basically. So, even if, you know, people can afford to eat, it would just be a once-in-a-while sort of thing basically and then the people that you know basically can really afford to go every time immediately be swindlers and then even if even if you don't want to even if you know he didn't want to admit it i'm very sure that swindlers like him right would have declined in their financial status at certain times so you know it just wasn't a a visible um, or a long-term plan it would have burnt out basically but yeah so shall the guy just camped me on. I worked for him for like months, you know. He was telling me I should open book flies. He was telling me he had one iPhone in his bag that was gold plated, but he just did not like to bring it out. I, I don't know how I felt for it. Like he would ask me to cook for him, right? He would ask me to cook for him, and I'm just so glad that you know he did not even try to even get me anything. Um, he would ask me to cook for him. He would say, you know, he's married to he's getting married to Tony, Tony Lumelu's daughter. He would say, um, um. So he would say one person would message me from, you know, the office in Lagos that, you know, um, if the person messages me that, you know, I should, um, if the person messages me, that person give me all the information that I need. I didn't know that the guy was using another person's account to talk to me. Oh my, I've seen things though, right? And it was just a whole, it was just a whole messy situation. And if you ask me, I wasn't thirsty. I wasn't, I didn't take the job because I was thirsty because, you know, he did say he was going to pay me a lot. He was going to, you know, change my wardrobe, but I just wanted more. I just wanted more because at that point, if you ask, if you ask me, I wouldn't say it was thirst. I just knew I had value to give value that was worth the pay. Basically, it wasn't that, um, cause you know, it sort of did interviews, right? I passed it right so it's not like so you had i'm saying you had a room full of people that he was interviewing and speaking to and everything so i'm just saying that um 
I had that experience not because I was thirsty necessarily, but I wanted more. And then you know, I think about um, a while later, um, I got the job to be a personal assistant for an event planner. The pay wasn't superb, but you know, I learned you know event planning and events even planning from there and then you know she's such a great person in my life now hi mama if you're listening to this hi sister Lyo. um it's just stay with me i'm going somewhere you know i've done so much work that you know at a point in my life i had this now lazy person the sleep mentality that um and yes i'm not deviating from the dying to dying to money daily because at a point like i said if you had the sort of upbringing that i had or you know if you had sort of lived in a lower than if, if you had lived if you had a living standard lower than the one that i had because there were people that were looking up to also there were people that were like to them we were like super wealthy like in fact to them were like the most wealthy people in the whole of the earth so i'm just saying that to, to just say that you know um regardless of especially when you have had a medium or you know a low um um living standard it's just likely that you just grew up with the ah, hmm, eh, this money i must have it type of mentality and then you know like i said i, I now started having that only lazy men now only lazy man is sleep i just thirstily look for work to do just thirsty like guys i'm not even joking like the week after i left the university i came to go again i came to the girls and looked for a job yeah because yes let's just be truthful at that point poverty had showed me where right people had showed me where right like let me never talk about the relationship with her heart that got me into the worst situation but yeah i had seen women basically so i was like okay the only thing i can bank on the money i can bank on and when i say relationship actually me when people actually me when it's not because um i had i had leaned on them for money it was just because i i just felt like the only thing that was holding me back from getting that money the money i wanted was school and now school was over i just wanted to patiently you know serve that season and i was like okay i'm done with this season i need to move on because if i stay here i was like if i stayed in that place at that point it was a low income area there wasn't anything i would have been able to do except minia jobs basically so i was like and i know that you know i have values that and i had um, skills that you know i can't even do linear, linear jobs like i can't even fetch water i have very sensitive skin so i was like guy just carry your car and just going to Lagos. so the next week i came to like three days like four days after my final exam i had an event for that event planner and immediately after the event for the event planner in fact i was no imagine my, my health so much i passed out at the park but immediately i got to school i just packed my car the next day or the next two days and i started coming to because i looked for a job all my stuff was literally still in school though like i looked for a job and i started working i finished my exam in november and i started working first week of december i kid you not i kid you not because i just went more i just went more and the truth is <laughs> If you're like me, at a point, I'm sure that, you know, improper ways, improper, um, unclean ways would have even entered my eye. Because I was like, but I, at that point, I just felt like I had this obligation to prove to people. Because I knew people around me that were really doing stuff. I mean, trying to earn money the unclean way. Because, you know, we all had this thirst. But they were just sort of trying to earn money the unclean way. So I sort of felt like I had this pressure on me to just prove to them that you can do this clean way and to pay you. I don't know who sent me, oh. I don't know who sent me. I don't know who sent me. <laughs> but right, I just sort of had just this 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 pressure that oh, you know that I want to prove to the world that you know working clean can make you know can make me you know have profit. And <laughs> ah, I almost died. I almost died because ah, I'm not like I now sat down and started asking myself. So 
after i went to lagos right this first job um it was a lot um um i was personal assistant of a man the man liked me a lot I, he didn't like me in the romantic sense but you know he sort of believed in me he saw my cv he saw that i was i wanted more so you know he sort of wanted me to he he also wanted to help me he also wanted to you know he, he just he said he would see himself in me basically but his more wasn't more my level i just didn't want what he had because he had a um a company where they they sold um i think lab um lab equipment and you know and then they sold chemicals and i was like this is not my line i'm just doing this this is just a means to an end basically for me and then you know i liked i liked you know there but you know it was a lot of pressure i was earning like twenty five thousand was twenty five or thirty five thousand and then i was coming from home i would have to eat i would have to it was just i just was living from hand to mouth and then my dad was very inconsiderate he was calling me names because i would go very early come back very late and then because i was man's assistant sometimes the man would go home and then you know when they are bringing when they you know because um the equipments are not made in nigeria so when probably he's shipping people come as his assistant i would have to be on ground you know telling them how to place this stuff even if his other workers are around but then you know if i don't come home I've ne- i never actually stepped out but then you know sometimes like there was a day i was supposed to sleep there and then my dad was just calling and then i came back home to get permission from my dad i didn't want to call him on the phone so i came back home to get permission from him and then he was coming, calling me all sorts of names because you know blah 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 blah. he said his vision for me was that he would open a pharmacy and then i would run the pharmacy and i'm like anyway because i didn't even read pharmacy i didn't even read pharmacy if i can't think i studied but yeah let's just <laughs> let's just let's just you know not talk about it Right, so at that point, after that time, I started working in Abinibi. I worked in Abinibi. Um, the, the woman I was doing event planning for um, just helped me. I started working in Abinibi. Um, was it Abinibi I started working in after? Immediately after. Just started working in Abinibi immediately after. Yeah, it was Abinibi I started working immediately after. So I started working in Abinibi. Abinibi was even worse. It was an event styling company, so the pay wasn't so... Um, it wasn't set in stone so they would say you know your your least amount of pay is this amount but sometimes you might get less than it because you know the people that are floating the truck or loading the truck might just break something and then you have to pay from your salary it was just a whole horrible thing and then i would have to stay at work overnight sometimes i don't have money sometimes i have to call my mom and i knew that this woman was struggling but then at that point i had to say oh mom if i don't call my mother i would die so that sometimes i call my mom and just say please borrow me some money i will pay you back when i um you know collect my salary and i'll keep records of it and then i'd pay her back but then at that point it was horrible like i tell people i've served my seasons so i'm still serving seasons but i've lived <laughs> my eyes have seen where <laughs> basically it was a whole horrible experience i'd have to sleep at work and then you know sleep on the floor at work or sleep on chairs and then you know there's mosquito and then sometimes no food ah. i did things man I did things, man. I did things. I did things. I did things. So, and then I just, you know, like I said, I had multiple experiences. I had admin experience because I did admin as a BNB. And then, you know, for this man, I was personal assistant. I had event planning. I had in my accounting experience. Just me, four people, only me, four, 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 only one, two, three, four. Right? Another point, I'd be looking for a job, and then I would not even know what CV to tender. Or on my CV, I will not put everything. <laughs> Yeah, for David Village, I was social media manager too. I was multiple things for David Village, volunteer, um, supervisor, blah 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 blah. 
So I now had like five experiences. Only me, master of all trades, expert of none. Hmm. Ah, because at that point I had to put all my I had to put all my experiences on one CV because alone, st- like stand alone, they weren't worthy. Because I all, I also didn't have enough experience in one place. So I had to bring so I so just to just tell them, so just to just tell them that I can learn on the job, I can do multiple things. So you know, just trust me. But I'm not a, an expert in this, but I can become an expert in your own place of work. Ah hey. Because like like ah like ah, only me. It's just like some people I know, like there's one remember was telling me the other day that there's this uncle on my on the next street. If you want to fix your computer, he can do it. If you want to fix Zen, he can do it. If you want to connect tension wire, like Nepal Light, so he can do it. If you want to develop us, he can do it. Graphics design he can do it. Telori can do it. Only one person. Okay, so if they now want to even give you contract, so what will they what contract will they give you? Is it Bobo Nisha? Sorry, Bobo Nisha is it's an agbo that you buy people sell. An agbo is like a, a herbal concussion. <laughs> That they supposedly claim would clean would uh, um would help or heal all your ailments. Like it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Focus on one thing. Like, like. Okay, so even if they want to give you contracts, what would they give you contracting? Because I understand, you know, I'm a multi potentialite, and I understand that you know these seasons have helped me have multiple potentials. Yes, I have skills. But you know some of these skills, I'm just finding out. You know some of the skills that I have. But the truth is, I have multiple experiences <laughs> because of these places I have worked in. Do you understand? So if they now want to, at that point, I have to now tell myself now that okay. So all these experiences, one thing that I find in common is operations. So on now, I have to just learn that you know all these experiences. The personal assistant is operations. The admin is operations. Um, the event planning is operations. So now, now I know, right? That you know, <laughs> now I know that you know all this is operations knowledge, and I have to bring all those skills, right? Find a central, a central job for all of them, and make that the my job description, right? Because. Else, if I go find a job like this, yeah, I put personal assistant, I put admin, I put a um, volunteer um, supervisor, I put a um, 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 facility manager, I put this thing, I put, you know, okay, yes, um, events decorator and um, project manager. Hello, what are they going to employ me for? <sighs> what would they put on the offer letter? Hey, <laughs> I'm So, see, I have tips basically. So I'm not going to go to my tips now because this is already getting lengthy. I never even reached tips. It already had 30 minutes. But yes, I feel like, you know, the name multi-potential, like, the name multi-potentialist is good, but we need focus. See, I've learned the power of focus. See, since I found out that what I do is operations manager, like operations management, like I've found out that I am good at execution. Guys, my life has become 20 times easier. Now, when I'm looking for jobs, I'm not looking for a job because I have a job and I've stayed there for um the last more than one year right and i'm the operations manager there so maybe i should have so when i was looking for the operations management job so when this job came to me it said it was an operations management job in my head i was like it's in the operations management right and even after i got the job right i just gave them my my very diverse cv as well so even after i got the job 
I was just telling my friend, I was just crying that even if I want to look for a job now, what would I have? Like, I'm, I'm just tired that I'll be looking for admin job, I'll be looking for PA job, I'll be looking for blah, 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 blah job. And then I don't even have enough experience to, if you, if you ask me to remove that skill alone from my CV, I don't even have enough experience. And then I just had, I, I just prayed about it and went to bed. And then I just woke up and had a light bulb moment. Oh, kid, you're an officials manager because all these things basically are to help um, the work of an operations manager basically is just to um, help you know reduce costs, make sure that things are working how they should work, basically. So that's what you are. You are an operations manager. That's how I entered the operations manager management industry. And the truth is, now that I know that you know I'm an operations manager, when I want to better my skills, I better the operations management skill. Because imagine if I didn't try to bring them all into one. My dear, my, my dear, I would do um, skills on how to become a better ad- administrator. I would do um I'm sorry, I would do courses on how to become a better administrator. I would do courses on how to become a better accountant. I would do courses on how to be a better personal assistant. I would do a, I would do courses on how to be a better executive assistant. I would do a I would look at it on how to be, but uh, uh, only me, only me, this one person, that one will die. So I feel like now, what I would now that what I do is I know that I'm a and I know that I am an operations manager. Sorry. So what I would do is I would look for skills. I look for a course that can help me bet, get better at operations management wholesomely. First of all, that one is out of it, right? Then, you know, I have a certification for that. That one is out of it. So when I now say, okay, well, I have skills, right? You know, under this operations management or, you know, skills even outside this box. I cannot start doing them one by one by one. But at least there is order because there is an umbrella. So I feel like focus, not like I feel like, I know that focus is such a great thing. Like you need focus, like you need focus to get better basically another thing i want to talk about is thirst um i think that you know the key thing to dying to money daily is killing thirst and i think that a, a, a great way to kill thirst is to recognize that all that you have doesn't come from you every good and perfect gift comes from god everything that you have you do not get by yourself if it's by hard work if it's by hard work if it's by hard work vigilante supposed be bilonia because they work in the day, they work at night. If it's by hard work, may God suppose be Bologna. It's not by hard work. It's not by how how hard you. It's not by you staying as. It's not by you staying awake at night. It's not by you. See, the truth is, we need to move from a season of just striving for hard work to a, to a season of being led to work smartly by God. See, if you see, I okay. Before I started working, while I started working, I, I got a job. And see, it was thirst that it was thirst that make me. I would say thirst, like I said, it's me wanting more. But that is just disguise. It's just disguise. The thirst. But then you know, like I, 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 like I always say, there's a part of you wanting more, and then there's a part of thirst. So at that point, you have to distinguish it. Be, wanting more is fine, but you know, thirst is unhealthy. So I got this job. I was working in an investment company before then but i was working in the ngo part of the investment company so the investment company had an ngo and then i was you know the operation manager of the ngo basically and guys <laughs> that the ngo was paying for me 50k i was going from ikotun to ikori my transport fare was hilarious <laughs> and they're paying me 50k so what i started doing was i announced i cooking for my office business for my office people because i had a food business so i woke up at 2 a.m cook my office people carry it on my shoulder and start going 
and it's probably most i'm entering you know i'm going to come out from my house i'm going to trek all the way to nmpc and i need to leave my house by like 4 m 5 a.m 6 a.m so i will come out of my house you know carry the food on my shoulder trek to nmpc i'm, I'm not saying i'm trekking like a short distance so i'm going to trek right and carry the food to from in to Ikoi is like two hours so just think about it and it's public it's a public bus so when i come down sometimes i have to trek most of the time when i come down it's not where i come down that i'll see a bus it's only in one place that's where i come down and see a bus even there no i have to trek so think about the fact that i will carry about 30 plates of food manually on my shoulder not on my hands my hands can't carry it on my shoulder and then i still have a laptop bag that has my laptop because i was an accountant as well not just the operations manager so i still had to balance our investments and everything so i'll still carry the laptop bag in my front and carry the pack of food on my shoulder guys when i say i've saved my seasons i have and then when i'm coming back and i have to branch at Dolphin markets and buy the things for the day before so as i'm going i'm carrying load as i'm coming back i'm carrying load and sometimes I will even call my mom that mom please oh the, the packs for food has finished so please can you send the boy that lives with us to help us to help him can get packs sometimes the boy will say he cannot get it so sometimes as I'm coming I will branch at a smaller market to try to get it sometimes even when I get home I found that that you know probably maybe people have or more people have ordered I have to drop it and go back to the market near me and go and buy stuff again guys is that not so far ahead why because I want to make it because I want to make it that's only the reason that's so far ahead so guys, all this happened. And so when I found a better job, obviously I left. So this place, I was going to be personal assistant. And so they were going to pay me double of what um, my former, I, I'm trying to not pronounce their name, I'm trying to not say their name, what they were paying me. And then I was going to get a housing allowance, I was going to get feeding allowance, just my dream job only one. Because the truth is, I deserve to be taken care of. I deserve a job that pays me enough for my skills and then gives me all these allowances because the truth is I have a lot to offer I have a lot to offer so I took it and then it was a whole dramatic rubbish it was a whole dramatic rubbish like I said I took it out of I took it I took it out of I took it out of me wanting more but then if I had stayed there it would be out of thirst I had to tell myself when KG this thirst we die in Jesus' name because they were selling super products, and then I, as a personal assistant of the CEO, I had to tell people that these products are what you bought. And it's a lie. I know you ordered for human head, this is fiber. I, I like, I was like, ah, KJ, if you stay here, your Christian faith will die. The, 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 the um, environment wasn't conducive. They said housing allowance, my dear. They put about six people in the same room. And for the first time in my life, I saw bed bugs. The bed I was supposed to sleep. When I got there on the day that I got there, I was supposed to resume. I killed, I'm, I'm not joking, I saw at least 50 bed bugs. I just stayed on the bed and just started crying. Because the bed bugs were biting me mercilessly. Like, I just started crying. Because I knew that I had entered it. Because when I got to place two, I found out that, um, I found out that, uh, that, um, <laughs> that I was supposed to work on Saturdays. When they were telling me this one, sorry, when I came for interview, they didn't tell me that too. Sorry, I listened to drink water. When I came for the interview, they didn't tell me that I was going to be working on Saturday. Me in my head, I was like, this is lucky. People don't stress themselves. My dear, oh, my dear, my dear, my eyes saw things. Now we're in the glory of God. Um, 
I had to work, I had to resolve complaints, and to what scene it, they dropped me in the front desk. You see, not personal assistant that you for employed me for, you for drop me in front desk. They might even made me gallery, so they sort of have a place that they store their hair and they call it the gallery. So they now made me gallery manager. On top of how much, on top of 100k that you for paying me. So it would even be good if they give me 100k. My people of God, I kid you not. I struggled because, like I said, I left the other place that I was. I didn't even give them enough notice, but I had to leave because I was tired. I didn't even give them enough notice, so they didn't even pay me my last salary. <laughs> so, guys, just imagine the 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 buhaha that I'm coming to this new place. I didn't even have enough money. I collected a loan from my mother, twenty thousand. It was supposed to hold me for the whole of a month. It was supposed, to... and I'm like, this is lucky. Their food is expensive. My dear people of God, I didn't last for a month. I left West Paris. Oh, I've said their name. Sorry. I left in, in um, November. I left this other new place in December because you can't die. I can't die. I can't die because the housing condition was so bad. Even on Sunday, safe, you were supposed to go to church. I was like, okay, fine. Okay, thank God my church is closed. But I couldn't go to church because I had worked Mondays to Saturday. I would be too tired to even stand up from the bed. Even me, that I used to, I would say, okay, I'll do prayer work. I would go for prayer work like this because it's, it's an estate that they put us in, like, even if the house was really bad. Guys, People would be looking at me on the street like as if I was come and steal their gem. Because I was looking so unkept. The environment was so toxic. The employees were so toxic. There was someone that removed my wig from my head and beat me with it because I I didn't buy him food with my money. I wanted to cry that with my certificate. I was not telling I was so <laughs> Do you know that these guys, after they told me that they would pay me hundred K and all the allowances? That they did not pay me. For men, no, they did not pay me the allowances. I should have known. These guys paid me 85k, and then they were telling me I'm not even happy. The accountant so was my friend, and then he was like, you know, they were trying to pay me like 70k. He was like, is with the um, Christmas bonus that is even 85k. That usually my pay is supposed to be like 75. I was like, anything? Are you joking? It's not all right, kids. My offer letter, be you people. So apparently, it's what happened was they did not give me my offer letter when I first came. And I told them how much I wanted to earn at the interview. So they now gave me my offer letter like three weeks into my employment. And then they now wrote probably 70000 or 60000 I wanted to cry. And then I was like, this is not how much. I was shaking. I was like, this is not how much we said. And then they were like, you're not even happy. People around you, do you think that they don't go to school too? We are paying them 50000 We are even paying you higher than everybody else. Better don't let them hear. I was like, Jesus is a Christian. Hey, this Lagos. Ah, only go for me, Sha. It means they use Lagos for me, Sha. Eh? Me? Ha! Guys. So what I just said in my head was, what, you know, I was planning, I knew it was a very toxic place, but I was planning, I was so thirsty that I was like, you know what happened? I was like, I was talking to my friend, I was just crying because the situation was bad. Like, when you come, if you're a woman, the men in the organization, they have this way that they used to share women. So they know who has the woman. I'm like, are you people mad? I don't usually say such, but are you too mad? So someone had to sleep with you or date you. It's like, are you too mad? Is this not madness? I didn't know. They didn't actually disclose that to me until I left. But then I was like, it explained a lot of things because the manager was very close. Like, was trying to just date me compulsively. And then when I, when I, you know, even at that point, at one point I became bored. So I went to his house and then I was bored and then you know for me I, I thought that he was my friend and I actually thought he was someone that liked me genuinely. So I was like, let me see if it's something that you know I can even work with. Let me even see, maybe I should manage and just date him. Guys, I remember that day when I went to his house. 
they were hailing him. I was like, what is going on? In the head, I was like, maybe it's because you know he likes me. And maybe because I finally came to his house after after when he had been inviting me. Guys, my eyes saw the glory of God. Though. No, something that is not even the glory. I can never say this one's glory. Guys, I left after one month. I left because I I I, I got COVID. And then these people didn't even give me a break. They gave me just one day. Like I would just be talking to customers like this. I'm very obvious. It's very obvious that I got the COVID from customers because there are people that you know came to the office that that didn't use their masks. They didn't let us like they, they weren't ready to use their masks. And you know they wanted to see the gallery and they had to talk to me. I had to resolve complaints with them. Guys, I'm I'm amongst I missed having COVID. They made me work. My eyes were tearing up like this. My mind the migraine was super bad. I had to compose really wear my wig. I had to work. They did not send me. See, after that December, even they said we were supposed to go work December. You see, December 25th, December 24th, we came to work. See, they said we were supposed to go to work December 30th, 31st. After they had paid me my salary and given us one small shipping bag of rice, I ran for my life. You know when they say run? <laughs> I ran. Because I found out at that point that I needed to kill first. At this point, it was either I tried to walk and get money by all means and lose my life, or I <laughs> I keep my life and I manage what I have. See, guys, that season God taught me. You know that after I left, I left in December. That season, God told me, KJ, I'm sending you to Celebration Church in Badon. You're going to go to Celebration Church in Badon, guys. I learned how it is to live with the provision of God. Three good months I didn't have a job. This place I currently work, they came to me in November when I was still working in Prosperous. But the woman didn't make her up her mind early. So me, I was like, so that's why I took the job where I took the job, right? Because and I was like, I don't want to be bothering her, like blah blah blah. blah. I already sent my CV and me, I don't rest. Me, I wasn't like, maybe they're not giving me a job. Me, I don't call them, I don't come on my mind. Right? Guys, January, February, March, I was going to Ibadan every week every single week and i didn't have a job sometimes i would leave lagos and not have money to come back and somehow somehow sha 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 god will carry me and show sometimes i will leave lagos in fact the first time i left lagos it was so bad that i didn't have a place to stay i just went because god asked me to what i'm saying is that season of my life taught me that money is not lord god is but my guys, I wish I was I wish it was that easy. Because even after that point, if I don't have money like this, even after I started working where I am, my body will be shaking. I'll be cranky. I'll be angry. And I found out that it was the same thing with my dad. People used to have this excuse that a man that doesn't have money is an angry man. My dear, that is rubbish. Money does not control your emotions. Your emotions are not controlled by money. I don't care what anybody says. Your emotions are not controlled by money. So let me move on from first. I'm just going to tell you that your job, whatever it is, that your skills, whatever it is that gives you that you think is the source of your income, it's not the source of your income. God is providing for you through something. It is God's provision. Because let me tell you, there are people that are more skilled than you that don't have a job. There are people that are more skilled than you that earn less than you do. Yes, yes. So your provision doesn't come from, oh, I get skilled. God puts you in that place. God is providing for you through that job. Yes, that's what it is. So, let me tell you, my dear. First, they kill. First, they kill. 
yes because what's the point of using of what's the point of not sleeping because you like no i I, no in retrospect i'm like i must have been stupid at that point to think that i had to not sleep to earn money but then the point is at that point i was falling sick so frequently so even the money in quotes that i did not that i stayed awake to earn i was using money i was using it to 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 nurse my health so it's not a cycle you're staying awake because you are forming Nami Hosu Pass. They are staying awake. Right? They are not sleeping. Why men sleep? The God that gave you the that gave you body system and say you should rest. You are saying, no, I know more than God. My dear. <laughs> sure out. Wash out. Beware. Because even now I find out that I don't have as much as much strength as I used to have in my body. And I found out that that's fine. Because I've said I've said seasons that I have used my body. I have used it that I will come back from work from working in prosperous by like nine and then start cooking and then you know I'll start preparing the meals I'll start pre-boiling the meat for the next day I'll sleep by 11 and wake up by 2 again and I'll not be machine and I will still even in this case not eat before I leave the house but I will carry these 30 plates of food on my shoulder all the way from Ikotun to it was God that held me there's nobody that can tell me otherwise. God held me. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Because, yes, I have saved seasons. But, hey, guy, hey, now God hold me, oh. Because the work I did, some people did not do half of that work that they died. I'm not even joking. Imagine me working with three hours of sleep. Like, my boss at that point will call me. Kate, why are you looking this exhausted? Even if the amount that we pay you is more, we still pay you. Why are you looking homeless? I couldn't explain no, that mommy defined money because as I was looking for money, wish I still thought I did not have enough to save. So it was a never-ending cycle. I will get money, I will spend it, I will get money, I will spend it, I will get money, I will spend it, and be hoping for more. Let me just move. And I found out that one reason why I didn't I wasn't really satisfied was because I was comparing myself to people. I was comparing myself to I was comparing myself to my friends. I was comparing myself to people in my organization that were earning 300, 400k because they had, they had, because they were older than me by 10 years. Like now, I'm like, it's not even stupid that I was doing that. These people are wearing Gucci shoes. Me, I'm like, okay, even if I want to even wear shoes. And that's the thing I'm saying. I'm saying it's not bad to want more. Because yes, I was in a very bad place. I had just one shoe. I was in a very bad place. I just wanted to just have enough money to buy another shoe. And let me tell you, from for that one year that I stayed in that place, I never bought another shoe. I didn't have money. The shoe I got, I collected it for my mother. I didn't have money. So that's it. First would even make you not even have enough. Because the truth is, if you are not satisfied with what you have, it cannot multiply. That's the truth. First will make you, first will make you mismanage what you have in hopes for more. Right, but when you live with contentment, it will multiply. Because when what you are, because when you increase, you can utilize it better and save more. Let me just tell you, you need to focus. You need laser focus on where you are and who you are, and where you are now, and not look at anybody. That your wife will say, "Ma, wala go sorry." Don't look at another person's. Don't don't want to another person's to to um another person's timer. See, God has a plan for your life. There's a season. There's there's a progression for how things are supposed to work in your life. Go to God and ask Him. 
Because if you live your life in comparison to another person's own, you don't even know if you're supposed to live a greater life. You don't know if that person's wealth is supposed to fizzle out. But no, they're your role model. No, they're the ones that you're living your life in comparison to. I had friends that were earning times two of what I was earning and I was living my life comparing. <laughs> See, I was living a life of comparisons with them. Like, I was, was, was let's say that, that English correct, but I, I was start comparing myself to them. See, guys, don't compare yourself to anybody. Another thing is the leading of God. Guys, God leads. I always say this, that, see, as human beings, we were made to be led. Because think about it. All that we do points to the fact that there is a savior. Basically, I don't believe in the, in the Big Bang Theory because I, I feel like there's so much intentionality around for me to actually believe in Big Bang Theory that, you know, there was just an explosion. I see so much intentionality in the structure of all that there is, right? The sun knows when to go. The, 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 like, there's an auto-regulation. That cannot happen by mistake, right? And because of that, I understand that there has to have been a creator because I understand that, you know, the Big Bang Theory is a lie. I know that there has to have been a creator. And I accept because of my faith that this person is God. And so I accept that this person is God. I accept that this person is my Lord, right? I accept, you know, to submit to his will in everything. So I accept that I should be led by him. If I am led by him and he's leading me, and then he's leading me, oh, but I'm in this season, I understand that all things are working together for my good. I understand that where I am now is not a mistake. I understand that all that he has given me where I am is enough. I understand that he loves me more than I love myself. And if, if he dresses and clothes the birds in the sky that are not working to end, my dear, is it me? That is his beloved that he has made in his image that he loves that he has said he loves that he has asked his son to die for that he will not now give her needs in the words of a famous philosopher called limo limo blaze person will don't give me only son to save me now money will know he give me hey guys <laughs> my dad test has to die <laughs> it has to die it has to die it has to die Another thing I found out is I know I said it that you know I said this that you this was going to be lengthy. Right. So um so um apparently I'm going to have to break this into two parts because um they just notified me that I have a maximum recording time for 60 minutes. So I'm not going to keep recording. I'm going to um, break this down. I'm going to break this into two, right? And I'm going to um, record the next one now because I know myself I'm going to procrastinate and probably do the next part after two months. So no, I'm going to record the second part now, right? So I'm just going to break this, um, eat, right? And then come back and do this. I hope that you know, this was a worthy listening. Um, I, I, I hope that you know the next part is not one hour long. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this was helpful. Yeah, bye. See you in the next part. <laughs>